This is Jade. This is Carly. And this is Mommy's Tell All. Hello, Jade. Hi, Carly. (laughs) How's it going over there? Oh, it's going. Um, Can you believe that Valentine's Day is almost around the corner? No. I mean, how did... It's already the middle of February. Bella's birthday is the day after Valentine's Day. Which is so cute. I love that she was born right after the day of love. I actually really wanted her to be born on Valentine's Day, but Evan really didn't want her to be born on Valentine's Day. He said it would ruin Valentine's Day for her, which I don't think it would. I think it would make it always good because if you don't have a date that year, like at least it's your birthday. You know what I mean? (laughs) True. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like maybe at school because like kids celebrate Valentine's Day at school and then it wouldn't be your birthday and little kids like to bring treats to school. So maybe... (laughs) I totally forgot kids did that until recently when someone was like, oh, I'm bringing treats for my birthday. And I was like, oh, my gosh, yes. I forgot. (laughs) That was like a thing like you, which is funny because like you bring cupcakes for your own birthday. I know. And you're like, celebrate me. Like, here you go. It's funny. It is a funny thing. Are you guys what are you guys doing for Bella's birthday? Oh, gosh. Um, Well, we are having a Minnie Mouse party because the thing that makes Bella happiest, although this morning it didn't, um, is Minnie Mouse. Like she has, I think, five Minnie Mouse sweatshirts. Today Aww. she picked out a Minnie Mouse dress. I, I mean, honestly, I get all these things at either Target or ThreadUp. Like I just search like Minnie Mouse and then find the things. And you know who thing. also has really good uh, Minnie Mouse stuff is Zara or Baby Gap. Oh, yes. I and told, I, God, Baby I Gap always Zara's has so sales. Much. Not, this is not oh, a sponsored thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, well, these are the places that we shop. I actually uh, did get Bella a mini. No, is it Mickey on there? I don't know. She thinks Minnie and Mickey are the same, which is fine. But, um, uh, like, a jean jacket at Zara that's so stinking cute. That's so cute. Is she excited? But, um, is she excited for, like, her birthday cake and presents? Oh, yeah. And- I think, you know, what's interesting is, you know, she's been to like a lot of birthday parties lately. She went to one at like a, one of those uh, bouncy places, like a, I don't know, those blow up bouncy things, which I'm like, oh God, germs, germs, germs. But um, she went to one of those and they had cake. And so she was like really excited about cake. And then she went to her cousin's birthday party the other day, actually at a trampoline one and they had cake. So mostly she's just excited about the cake. She doesn't even say, like, I want presents or anything. She's just like, I'm like, Bella, your birthday's coming up. And she's like, cake? I'm like, yes. <laughs> My mom's so funny. She's like, so are you making a cake? I'm like, Mom, you think I have time to make a cake right now? With, like, two kids running? Well, only one kid running around. But Bella's nuts. I'm like, no, I'm buying a cake. I'm not doing, I'm buying everything and shipping it to the house from Amazon. Well, you can't ship an Amazon cake, but... No, yes. sh- no shame, girl. No shame. Are just, you- this year, it's not, it's just, I'm not doing it. You have to do it. You got to roll with the punches and you do what you got to do. Um, oh, yeah. Are you and Evan going to do anything for Valentine's Day then? Oh, gosh. He asked me this yesterday and he was like, so what are we doing for Valentine's Day? And I said, I don't know. Bella's birthday is the next day. <laughs> so I don't know. I feel like I like skipped over it or something. I don't know. We usually do one of those. Um, oh gosh, I'm blanking again. Uh, all inclusive things. What the are they called? Prefix menus. Prefix. Oh, it's yeah. so fancy. <laughs> we usually do like a prefix thing. You know, you like start out with glass of champagne and a salad or whatever. But, um, 
I don't know. It's it's hard just because, you know, Charlie's two months old mm-hmm. and we ha- the only people who have like really watched. Well, the only person who's really watched Charlie so far is my mom. And I don't want to like keep my mom from doing something on Valentine's Day, even though I don't even know if my parents will. So I don't know. I don't know if we're going to do something or not. Evan definitely wants to. He always ends up sending me red roses, which I'm like is so nice. But like, come on, Bachelor, like. Yeah. Maybe send tulips. I love tulips. <laughs> I love tulips too. <laughs> or peonies. What are those ones called? Oh gosh. oh gosh. I don't know. Yes. There's so many options. I know. I know. I mean, red roses for us, it is a little like overdone. They look kind of lost their, uh, yes. their essence, but roses are considered like a romantic flower. So maybe he's really they just are. trying to lay on the romance. Oh, I'm sure he is. <laughs> and he should right now it's you know god romance is so hard right after you have a baby like oh, you're just so freaking tired that it just doesn't really exist i want to be the unicorn moms out there that have like an increased libido after they oh, have a baby what? where do they get it i don't know but where I need, do they get it? i need a little some I, of that i want to go to that store and pick that up are you guys doing something for valentine's day we haven't talked about it yet, but I'm sure that we probably will. Like, we've been trying to be more intentional with date nights and stuff like yeah. that. So Tanner's terrible with gifts. He usually just will be like, send me a link of what you want. Or he'll be like, let's go to the mall. And he just like. Dude, I appreciate that. I know that you like that, but I it takes all the like, I want a surprise, I guess. I want no, him, I, get I want him to go out and, or get on his computer and think. What would Jade love? What would make Jade feel good? And then him do it instead of just be like, let's yeah. go to the store. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Oh, God, I see it both ways. Because now I'm like, ooh, I really like this necklace. I'd like to just send this on over, you know? Yeah. But uh, then it really is nice to be like surprised. I know. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, actually, Evan, this year for Christmas, went like way above and beyond because my birthday was he was sick and he felt bad and actually I did send him something I wanted and then he he got me like that one thing and then it was in an Amazon box and I was like okay okay. but um I sound really ungrateful I'm not being ungrateful but he went above (laughs) and beyond for Christmas you just want what you want listen I you know moms don't get a lot of stuff and so sometimes you're like oh my gosh this is really nice to like give giving gifts and Getting gifts is my love language. That's probably why I'm even saying this. Um, and Evan has never been the best gifter, but Christmas, he was like freaking fantastic. Wow. It was, I was like, oh my God, every gift I opened, I was like, this is so thoughtful. Wow. This is amazing. So well, may- do you, maybe you'll have a good Valentine's Day then. Maybe, but like, are we supposed to still do Valentine's Day gifts? Is that a thing? Like, I don't know. You know? I don't know either. I mean, Christmas, like, obviously. Yes. But, but you're like, th- Valentine's Day, I don't know. I think you're like me, too, though. Like, once you become a mom, you get more focused on, like, the kids' stuff. Because I'm like, what am I going to yes. get Emmy and Brooks for Valentine's oh, totally. Day? And are we going to make little Valentine's Day cards? And You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. it's so hard sometimes to turn your focus the other way. Okay, Jade. So, I know we don't sleep a lot at night, right? True. Those... Those hours, minutes sometimes that we get are like super important. And I will tell you, one of the things that helps me in those super important minutes, (laughs) sometimes hours, is good 
bedding, good sheets. There's nothing better than crawling into a bed with good sheets and being like, okay, I know I'm only going to get one hour, but this one hour is going to feel fantastic on my body. Luxurious. Yeah. And that's where attitude sheets come in. They're so silky. They're so soft. They're cooling. You're not going to, I mean, I'm super hormonal. I still get hot flashes, but they're cooling sheets. You're not going to lay in these sheets and feel like you're in a furnace. Well, they're made with clean bamboo, and that is like the holy grail of fabric. You've probably heard about bamboo sheets, but Etitude's Clean Bamboo is the third generation of bamboo bedding technology, and it is absolutely amazing. Etitude sheets are feathery soft, not to mention beautiful, and one customer even said, they make my 1,300-count Egyptian cotton sheets feel like sandpaper. I totally agree. So why not try Etitude? These amazing sheets have a 30-day risk-free trial. So if you're not fully satisfied, you can return your sheets for a full refund. And they even cover shipping on returns, which is amazing. Etitude sheets, they're soft as silk, breathable as linen, but at the price of cotton, you're going to love them. Jade and I absolutely love them. When you support our sponsors, you support our show. And right now, our listeners will get 20% off their sheet set and free shipping. Just text MOMMIES to 6400. The only way to get 20% off your set of Etitude sheets and free shipping is to text MOMMIES to 6400. That's M-O-M-M-I-E-S to 6400. Diamonds are forever, but dun-dun-dun, many marriages are not. (laughs) Oh, no. Hey, it happens. After divorce, diamonds are often hidden and out of sight, though. It's time to fully move on when a marriage ends and letting go looks different for everyone. But many women see the choice to sell their rings as a step towards acceptance and new beginnings. So if you're looking to sell your diamond jewelry, do it the smart way with Worthy. Worthy believes you deserve an easier way to sell your jewelry with trust. And here's how it works. Schedule a free secure pickup fully insured by Lloyds of London and tracked by FedEx. Worthy does all the work for you and you get total peace of mind. Expert gemologists from Gia prepare your jewelry for auction and you're in control of every single step. So you choose what price to accept after you send in your jewelry and you can watch offers roll in for up to twice as much as what you'd get from a local jeweler or a pawn shop. And you can get paid quickly within just a few days. With Worthy, you can trust that you're getting the best possible price for your jewelry. You may have already seen Worthy on the Today Show, New York Times, Washington Post, Forbes, and more. There are tens of thousands of happy sellers who have sold over $100 million worth of jewelry with Worthy. Selling your jewelry can be a great way to invest in yourself and your future. Get up to twice as much for your jewelry when you sell with Worthy. Just go to worthy.com slash mommies to get started. That's worthy.com slash mommies. If you guys need ideas to do for Valentine's Day, we did come up with a little list that it's a few ways to come together, either alone or as a couple or with your children. And um, I'm just going to say a couple of them. Make a heart-shaped breakfast. That's so cute. Oh, yeah, like pancakes. Yeah, make like, or you can like get a, a cookie cutter and make it like your toast or you put your your egg in the cookie cutter on the pan and make a heart-shaped fried egg. Um, but, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can trace and color hearts. You can teach your children how to give compliments. That one's cute. You can celebrate with a heart-shaped pizza. 
give your kid mm. or, or give your husband a voucher for a one-on-one date. That's what Tanner wants. If Tanner wants anything for Valentine's Day, it is a voucher book with free massages from me. That's what Tanner wants. Oh, yeah. Evan wouldn't actually want, well, he'd probably want a massage in a certain area, but he wouldn't actually want a free massage from me. He'd want me to buy him a massage somewhere from like someone who's good. Oh, really? Tanner says I have the oh, magic. 100%. He says I have the magic touch. He says he, I, he goes, you're, He'll be like, but your massages are better. Your touch heals me. That's what he says. That's oh my god. That's literally verbatim what he says. And I'm like, oh my god. That is so funny. Yeah, uh, Evan would be like, I mean, I guess he would like it, but he'd he'd be like, oh well, you know, my chiropractor or my masseuse does this, and I'd be like, I can't do that. I'm not a masseuse. And then I'd feel like we'd just get into a fight about. It. <laughs> But you like dote on Tanner in that way. You'll like stroke his hair and like you're uh, like a, he wants to be rubbed he, like all the time. Well, touch is his love language. Mm. Um, but if you ask him, he feels like he has been majorly neglected, especially since Brooks has been in the family because I can't give all my attention to him. Um, right. Another thing that I think is really special about Valentine's Day is it a day to, it's a day that we can also teach our children not only about like get like it's kind of like Christmas it's not all about the the getting it's more it's about the giving too and I feel like on Valentine's Day it's a really great way for us to like teach our children about random acts of kindness and just doing oh, yeah doing things for others to show that you love them and I feel like if if we're a little jaded about Valentine's Day that's a great way to look at it that's so true. And for your children and, I mean, for your spouse. Like, if you've neglected the bedroom, just do it, you know? <laughs> Random act of kindness to your husband or his partner. <laughs> I totally, I, th- I think that that's valid. I think that that's fair. I'm going to have to do it. Have to. That's, that's not very nice. But I'm going to do it on Valentine's <laughs> Day. Even if I'm really tired because they deserve it. If you were to get Tanner a gift besides, like, I'm trying to think of what gifts we could tell people to get their husband. Definitely give them a book of things that you can do or massages or little, or even putting post-it notes and being like, just like cute little places, like on their steering wheel in the mirror. That's so sweet. That would be cute. Um, And that's like free. Yeah. Well, you'd have to buy post-its. <laughs> That's so cheap. Um, <laughs> one year for Valentine's Day, I bought like this little craft box that was shaped in a heart from, I don't know, Hobby Lobby. And I decoupaged it. And then inside oh, of it, yes. I put a bunch of like those lint truffles. And on Ooh. each one, I took a piece of paper and I wrote exactly like what I loved about him. And then I would tape it around each chocolate. So every time he ate a chocolate, he would unwrap Ooh. it and it would be something that I loved about him. That was like, that's I love that. Probably the most effort I've ever put into a Valentine's Day present. That's really good. And I it was, it was cheap to... too. It wasn't even that expensive. Yeah. I love, I mean, that's, that's actually like the perfect Valentine's Day gift to get just like compliments. <laughs> Agreed. For someone to tell you how awesome you are. <laughs> Although when Tanner tells, when because... Tanner compliments me, it, it means he wants to get frisky. So then I'm like, oh God, I know what you want. <laughs> Oh, God, scary, scary. <laughs> um, do you do romantic baths together? We do have hot tubs. We have. We haven't like recently, no, but we have, especially when we I first it, got together. Oh, yeah. God, remember those times when yeah. you would do things like that? Bubble baths. Maybe. And- yeah. 
We had, um, after our wedding, they had set up a, you know, you're so tired after you get married, but they had set up a really nice bath in our room, and it was actually still very warm. Maybe they did it. Maybe they knew we were. That's kind of creepy. <laughs> it was super creepy. But it had rose petals and oils and salts and all the things. That was really nice. That's and nice. And again, like, that's free. Yeah. Just light a candle and throw some bath salts in there. Bada boom. I don't know. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> you, can, you can even set up a nice little romantic bath for your children and they'll feel like, oh, we, mom, we've, this is different. We've done family baths. <laughs> Oh we've, my gosh, I we, love that. I think we, I don't know if we, have we done it with all four of us yet? We've definitely done like a bath with me, Emmy, and Tanner. And Do you have a huge bathtub? We have a big bathtub, yeah. Like, a, a, no one's fitting in my bathtub. I can't even imagine. And like the bathtub that Bella goes into, even my bathtub is not big enough for, it's big enough for two, but you're going to be sitting really close. Yeah, that's, no, for, that's a little oh awkward. Goodness. That's a little awkward. Yeah. <laughs> If you guys are looking for a fun way to pass time while engaging your brain and enjoying breathtaking visuals and a gripping story, your answer is Best Fiends. I personally love these type of games on my phone. This is like what I love for. Tanner makes fun of me because I love these type of games, but I have been playing it and I am super obsessed. It is so much fun. I'm determined to get everyone else to start playing this so I can just talk about it. Oh my gosh. I play games at night when I'm feeding Charlie and I especially like these type of games. I like puzzle games and ones that like make your brain actually work because I need to stay awake. And if I'm just playing a game that's like, then I can't. And these games actually keep my brain engaged and I'm and I love that. You can also play this game anywhere because it doesn't require internet to play. So it's good for traveling. Like if you're on a flight, you could play plane, subway, anywhere you live, you can play it. And you can collect like tons of characters and and you can use them strategically for each new level. So I want to explain. So most of them are bugs and the antagonists are slugs. And you it's one of those games where you almost have to like connect three or more of the matching and you start earning points and there's new levels and there's all these different like contests. And it's just, it's, I don't know, this like gets my adrenaline going thinking about it. This I can is, tell. <laughs> I think everybody should download this game. It has over 100 million downloads right now. It's a five-star rated mobile puzzle game, and it is a must-play. Download Best Fiends for free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. If you're like many Americans, you're busy, you have a sedentary job, and you haven't yet changed your exercise habits. And let's face it, going to the gym is hard and making a routine is even harder. Finding a personalized workout that meets your needs and fitness goals and helps you lose weight, well, that's easy thanks to OpenFit. OpenFit takes all the complexity out of losing weight and getting fit. It's a new fitness streaming service that allows you to work out from the comfort of your living room for just 10 minutes a day. Every Monday, OpenFit launches three week live challenges it's a different live workout every day for three weeks and you can even connect to your trainer and classmates using OpenFit's live chat tool but if you don't want to do that you can just sculpt your body in the convenience of your own home with no eyes on you and work out with amazing trainers like 
Adrena Rogers, founders of Worldwide Sensation, Extend Bar, or the newest workout, Rough Around the Edges, with six of the most badass stout women in the business. And it's affordable and accessible. Some places only sell classes at a package, and you often can't make it a class. And OpenFit brings those classes to you anytime. And you get what you put in. You can see results within the first 30 days. You want to increase your energy, put a pep in your step, and feel better overall? Well, that is OpenFit. OpenFit has changed the way that I work out and you can just text the code MOMMIES to 505050 and you can join me on my fitness journey personalized just for you. Right now, during the OpenFit 14-day challenge, our listeners get a special extended 14-day free trial membership to OpenFit. When you text MOMMIES to 505050, you'll get full access to OpenFit, all the workouts and nutrition information, totally free. Again, just text mommies to 505050. Standard message and data rates may apply. I do kind of want to change subjects and talk about because I've had so many people on my Instagram message me because I've been sharing a lot about Brooke's percentiles and his growth and how we were really having a hard time because he just like started, he was at the 50% and he just kept falling down the growth chart and how stressful it was for me. And I think it's so stressful for moms in general because the chart literally is us comparing our kids to other children. Yes. And that makes it like feel like, am I, am I doing something wrong? Am I a bad mom? Am I, you know, am I not producing enough? Do I need, you know, is there, do I need to switch formula? It's so hard to know. Is there, you know, is my kid healthy? And it just can be, I sometimes I want to just like, why don't they just get rid of those? You know, why, why is there, I understand why there is, but sometimes those percentile charts are so frustrating. It's so scary too. Cause especially like when you're formula feeding, um, like it, it's measurable, you know what I mean? And you, I feel like, okay, when you're with somebody every single day, like they, they, like if they're gaining weight, like if your husband's gaining weight, you see him every day, you don't notice the weight that they're gaining. And then six months down the road, you're like, whoa, you got fat. But you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But like, it's the same with kids. You're with them every single day. You're looking at them every single day. It's, it's so hard to determine until like, you know, a month or two down the road. Oh, you haven't gained weight today. Oh, you've lost weight today. Like you can't measure when you're breastfeeding what that even is. Formula feeding, you can measure it, but it's still so, it's like, I don't know. I just feel like you don't know until all of a sudden you're at the doctor and they're like, excuse me, your child is at the fifth percentile. And you're like, okay. Like, what are we supposed to be doing? measuring our kids every single day like that's ridiculous yeah yeah no I um I mean you can measure if you're breastfeeding but that's literally like if you have a scale at home that weighs babies you weigh them before they eat and after they eat and then you can measure that's ridiculous isn't it it's yeah it's intense and I mean if you do that great like there's no like judgment here you you do what makes you feel better as a parent but it's it's intense um I want to talk about I went to feeding littles their instagram which i would love to have her on our podcast but she talks yeah she talks all about feeding babies toddlers young children and um she describes in a really great way exactly like what do percentiles really mean and it just kind of like puts my, my my mind at ease it just says that she says 
Growth charts were created by the CDC and the WHO from large populations of children tracked for their weight, or length or height, and their head circumference over time. They're essentially just a visual representation of predicted growth trajectory. If your child is in the 60th percentile for their length and age, providers use growth charts to track how a child is growing over time. One measurement on a growth chart really isn't helpful because the 5th percentile or the 95th percentile doesn't mean all that much without understanding how their growth is trending. Thus, if your child starts at the 10th percentile for weight, your provider expects them to stay around the 10th percentile as they get older. So I feel like that's like something you don't like if your kid's in the 10th percentile and you're like worrying about it, as long as they're like just staying there, there's like nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. I just think it's like so, I don't know. I, I was talking to uh, Catherine Lowe actually yesterday. Was it yesterday? Because she posted a picture of um, her daughter and she she said something like, she's so fat or something. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, fat babies are like the absolute cutest. I love, I love chunky babies. Chunky babies are the cutest. And I was like, uh, and she goes, she said something like, oh my gosh, she's so, so fat. And I was like, oh my gosh, Charlie's getting fat. And, and, uh, then I was sitting there and I was like, why are we calling our kids fat? And I was like, they're not even fat. They're just like eating a lot more than a normal kid. But it's, everybody's gonna, it's like, you're, whatever your baby looks like now is not going to be what they look like later anyway. Sure. And well, and it also has to do with like other things like genetics, their environment, their environment, their, their, like you said, their feeding, their, your parental size, like how your parents, what size they were as children, medical, medical conditions, you know, it's like so many different things. And how much they were born, like how, what weight they were born at. Well, it, that's like, was hard. Emerson, she was born four weeks early and technically late-term premature, but our pediatrician put her on a chart with babies that were born on their due dates or later. And so she was competing against babies that were in the womb for four to six weeks longer than her. Yeah, that just doesn't, I don't know. It's just, it's so hard, especially like, I mean, we feel such mom guilt anyway about everything. So, you know, going in and someone saying, you know, your baby's too small, your baby's too big, your baby's this, your baby's that. You just start feeling so bad. Oh, what have I done? Why does my kid eat more than usual, like the usual kid? Why does my kid eat less? Why is my kid's head bigger? Bella's head was like the 98th percentile and her body was like the 14th. Like she always had a big head. And I was like, (laughs) what did I do? You know, I mean, it just, it makes you crazy. And I'm not saying they're, they're not... There's a, obviously a purpose to them. I'm just saying that like, and you know, if your kid's obviously like underweight or overweight, yes, that is a problem. Like that could be a problem. Like, oh, my kid is way overweight. If it's a kid's obese, that is a problem. If a kid but is babies can. malnutrition. I don't think, babies, yeah. yeah. If a kid is, you know, suffering from malnutrition, yes, that's a problem. But in reality, I feel like that doesn't happen very often. And- these growth charts are making us go nuts. Yeah. And I think it's just hard to like good pediatricians out there shouldn't be like dismissive of it either. And hopefully um, as long as like the kid is continuing in the right direction that they should be understanding of your, you know, your concerns or your feelings or just tell you like, yeah, they're looking great. Even if they are in the 10th percentile, because that's like the one thing we want to know is just our kids are healthy. Especially like if oh, you yeah. if you have a baby who's in the fifth percentile and you're already like self-conscious about it. I mean, I feel like it's one thing that I have experienced 
personally is when someone's like, they're so tiny. Like what clothes are they wearing? Are, you know, like it's just like yeah. hard sometimes. Is she, is she really three months? Like she looks like she's just, a, you know, a one month old baby. It's so mm-hmm. like, there's a, and I know that has to do more with me than it has to do with them. You know, it's triggering my insecurities, but it's hard. So just, and every baby is so different. Cause like, yes. you know, Emerson's growth was so different than Brooks's growth. Bella's growth is so different than Charlie's growth. So like looking at pictures of, you know, Charlie at two months is so different than looking at pictures of Bella at two months, you know? Yeah. Oh gosh, Bella, you know, was still in newborns forever. Is, is that better? Is that worse than Charlie being, you know, growing out of newborns right now? Like, it's just, it's, uh, there's just, I don't know. It's, you know, it's this act of comparison also that we live in this world where everybody just compares everything. And so I don't know. It's just, why are we doing that to our children? Yeah. I think as long as they're happy and healthy and they're hitting their milestones and like you're either they're kicking butt, you know, you know, what's crazy too about like milestones though, like even not just about like weight and height and all that, but Compar- you know, baby's talking comparison like, and you know, that, yeah yeah comparison and that is frustrating like I've taught I know I've talked about this before but like my um my brother's kid Finn is like a friggin' genius kid and his he memorizes so easily he can sing the like national anthem of like 10 countries right now he like it you can put flags in front of him and he will tell you like what flag is to every country. He'll tell you what ev- every single dinosaur, he knows every dinosaur, you know, he knows everything. This kid knows everything. And well, that- I just sit there and I'm like, what? And then I'm like, why am I comparing Bella to Finn? Like right. this, he's, this is so silly. But that's like, that's out of, that's, I don't, I don't want to say like abnormal. That is not the word. It's like gifted. Like he's got a gift yes, is. that is beyond age appropriate learning and knowing knowledge he knows things that no two-year-old really knows that's definitely so you can't like things I don't know yeah so I honestly think he's a gifted child I don't think that's age appropriate like it's still like you know comparing even the other day like Bella oh I didn't talk about this but Bella well now she's not doing anymore but she went poo-poo in the potty twice oh good and I was like I was like, oh my gosh, she did it before Finn. Ha, 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 ha. And I was like, oh my God, stop being that person. <laughs> like, you know, I'm like, that's horrible, Carly. Don't do that. But it's just like, gosh, you know, I mean, it's so, it's just so weird. We compare our, you know, even like on social media. Oh, you know, Bella's talking already. When did she start talking? I'm like, she's been talking. I just don't show you every single thing, you know oh, why isn't she doing this? Why, you know, I mean, we've both dealt with that in social media. And I think all all parents at some point, whether it's a family member or a stranger, have dealt with that for sure. And it's just, I don't know. It's just frustrating. I feel like I don't get as many of those messages as I used to. Like even, remember the walking thing? Mm-hmm. Like, why isn't your kid walking yet? I know. Why isn't your kid sitting up yet? Why isn't this happening? I'm... It's just, I don't know. I just wish these, I wish percentiles and I wish these milestones would be thought about differently. Well, I think it just, 
comes back to that every baby, like you said, every baby and every child is so different. And I feel like if we are just able to recognize that instead of like generalizing, which I do understand. Yeah. I do understand. If your baby's not hitting a milestone at a certain point, then there may be something that you need to look into because early intervention is so important. And, yes, and it can, you're right. it can, you're it can right. make a huge difference. But like, there's also things like you need to understand like personalities and just like sometimes a kid when they're developing their language, they're not going to be developing like their physical activity as much. So if they're like not knowing how to jump on two, you know, with two feet yet, but they can sing the star spangled banner, <laughs> right? you know, like it's, they're all developing at different rates. And that's yeah. just like, we have to remind ourselves of that. And I always have to come back to myself and put myself back in my body and be like, okay, somebody said that, but is this really about me and like what I feel and my insecurities because it's really not about them and it's really not about my baby, you know? Yeah. That's my spiel. Yeah, that's true. I like your spiel. Yeah. I think it's just, I think sometimes I just get like online and it just makes me sad. The internet can be the devil. Oh yeah, it can. And I was listening to, um, Sinead's podcast with, um, Victoria Beckham and Victoria Beckham was talking about how kids should be off limits. Absolutely. Absolutely. Kids should for sure be off limits. And people think that because we put our kids online that they are, that they're allowed to talk about them and like compliment us. You can say nice things, but don't like just some of the things are just so ridiculous. It's frustrating because like, I'm like, you know, better people, you know, better. Yeah. And half of them are mothers. And I'm like, you know, better. So. I know. It, the, I think the thing that makes me like even more fiery about it is when you get on and then someone has said something and you look on their picture and it'll be like, or their the caption and thing. And it'll be like mother of three loving, loving mother of three, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, uh, yeah. Con- con- why don't you show your love to anyone, but your, your own kids, show your love to other kids. No, their profile is this. Mother of three, kindness first, Galatians kindness. 5.22. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got to call it out. It's true, though. Sometimes it happens and it just makes me like, it makes me catch on fire. I get very heated. Yeah. Like I have to take my sweater off heated. But you know what, though? It's so hard because like with the hundred people that could be supporting you and loving Bella and just enjoying her and you know, helping her grow. It's that one comment that always just like digs deep into us when we should be really, we should be, I know it's that, it's that thing where it's so hard, but we should really try to try to just be like, you know, brush our shoulders off, dirt off the shoulder. Like my child is awesome. And there's lots of people who think that, and I'm going to surround her with those people. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, focus on the positive and not the negative. I don't know why sometimes the negative just stands out. It like, it's just, it because gets, it's bigger than positive. Why does it do that? The energy of a negative should be the way less. I think it really, I feel like I learned a lot from Sinead and I feel like it really goes back to that thing that we feel like it's a reflection of ourselves as bad parents. Mm, yeah, you're right. And so it's triggering to us because we're like, but I, I, I'm trying so hard and I know she's, yeah. I know she's such a great individual like my baby you know my daughter my baby or whatever is got so much like potential and love in them and all they deserve in the world is just to be fully loved and if we feel like we're failing at that then it triggers us yeah you're right because I also feel like we're gonna 
get like a lot of flack for what we're talking about right now. Well, I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like people are going to be like, percentiles are here for a reason. Like, it's to keep kids healthy. Which, yes. Oh, it, it definitely but I feel is. like people are going to yell at us. No, you should not ignore the percent- percentiles. They're there and your pediatrician will guide you through them. But... It also, don't go home and sh- like fully stress about it or beat yourself up about it or think that your child's different than every other child or there's something wrong with them or you're not doing yes. you're not doing enough like that's the moral of the story here if they if your pediatrician believes that you know they're there's you're maybe just maybe a petite baby and they're going to stay at the 10th percentile mm-hmm. or the fifth percentile or maybe they're going to fall off sometimes and they'll come back up like that's okay i feel like i'm just trying to say like right. it's okay like because I worried and now I I got so stressed out about it that I was worried that Brooks wasn't getting enough feedings and I truly believe he right. wasn't. I don't believe he was getting enough milk. And so that was like a different thing for me. So that's why the percentiles actually was healthy for us because I figured out what was going on with Brooks. You yes. Know, what did I feel yeah. what yeah. did I feel guilty about? I felt guilty that I didn't notice it before it was already like pretty serious. Yeah. That's what I felt bad about. And then I felt like I was a bad mom. And then why, why is it my kid? Like, I felt like this is a graph of excellence. If my kid's in the 50th percentile, then he's average, you know? Yeah. And we shouldn't be comparing it to that. Yeah. I think that's what it is. I think it's the, like, you have to make your kid in the middle. Right. Or, or, can't be different. or if your kid is like in the 90th, then you're like, hey, my kid's going to be like a pro basketball player, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Although uh, that would be fun. <laughs> you never know. But you never know. I feel like it shouldn't be a grade, you know, it shouldn't be like your kids in the fifth percentile, they got an F, you know, it shouldn't be that. It's just right. every little kid is different. Every kid's going to have their own trajectory. But as long as your pediatrician is keeping on track of it and watching that your child is healthy, which I feel like Brooks, what he was healthy, but I feel like he wasn't getting enough nutrition. I feel like it was something we had, we had to intervene on and make sure that he was getting back to a percentile that was good for how tall he was for like comparison from his weight to his height. Mommy's no best. The moral of this podcast is (laughs) if I could summarize this podcast, one would be show people you love for Valentine's Day. Have sex with your significant other if you want to. I would suggest it. It's Valentine's Day. And also don't compare your kids to any other kids. Don't don't hate on social media. And just know that you're doing great by keeping your kid healthy. Yeah, you're doing great no matter what. Even if your kid honestly isn't healthy right now. Think about all the little kiddos out there that are on health journeys that they're struggling you're a kick-ass mama too yes and you're trying to get your kid healthy yeah I guess that's what I'm trying yeah to yeah say. yeah yeah but well yeah now I guess rant over rant, rant <laughs> over thank you guys for listening I hope you guys have a fabulous Valentine's Day however you're spending it even if you're spending it alone give yourself a little self-care give yourself a little self-love hug yeah hug the ones you love whatever Love those that love you and love others who don't. (laughs) (laughs) World peace. Okay. (laughs) Thanks for listening, guys. All right, guys. Make sure that you uh, subscribe and please rate us. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.